Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Podcast. Again, I'm Leah Fisher, and I have a really special treat for you today. One of my very best friends. How long have we known each other, Justin? We have known each other for at least six years. Oh my gosh, the time has flown. So we've (laughs) known each other for six years. And I can honestly say that, that Justin and his husband, Tim, are two of my favorite people in the entire world. They're just kind of the the kind of people that when you're around them, when you leave, you just say, you know, I just really like them a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm sure there's someone out there that would disagree with you, but uh, I appreciate well, that. They're not my friends. <laughs> they're then. not your friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, um, you know, I when I first started the concept for this podcast, it was kind of one of my things that I really had in my mind that I would invite some of my friends to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, not not in the podcast world, not in the social media influencing world, but just people that kind of had their own journey in their their own space. And I, I hang out with so many creatives. And because this podcast is about creative energy and and healing, I hang out with a lot of people in that space. Yes. And um, you are the first one that actually just doesn't have I don't know, a business you're promoting or like a, like an art or something, you know, like you're, you're strictly here to talk about your spiritual journey and your spiritual awakening. And I think that that is super exciting. Not that you aren't creative because you are, because Justin owns an, a construction and interior design firm has so much creative energy, but kind of wanted to talk about that, but more in the reference and the framework of your spiritual life. So welcome to the podcast. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. This is really exciting to be here. I, you know, don't talk about my story a lot because it is such a personal thing. And I think that it requires the right platform to be able to do so. And I, and I'm, and so I'm thrilled to be here to be able to do this and uh, hopefully it'll resonate and uh, make a difference. Yeah. And I, and I like it that you're not like some spiritual guru or you don't have a book out there (laughs) because most of the people listening to this aren't really in that realm. They're just like you, just doing their life. Mm-hmm. And um, and so let's get started on that. You know, let's just start out with now, Justin, who are you, Justin Kettler? Like, what, what, who are you? Where did you come from? What's your background? <laughs> yes. what's, your el- what's your elevator pitch? Yeah. So I am originally from Texas. I grew up in a really small town outside of Waco, Texas. Uh, very rural. Um, what, very what was country. the name of that? It was called Robinson. Oh. It's a town of about, I don't know, six to 7,000 people. Um, it's a place that I really appreciate having grown up. Not so sure I'd go back there. Yeah. Uh, but it was a very interesting experience because I knew at a very early age through my grandmother, who was from England, that there was a much greater world out there, a much bigger world. And it was, I always had my curiosity peaked whenever I was with my grandmother. And so with her, you know, I'm uh, here, here I am, a, a kid in, in Robinson, Texas, outside of Waco, kind of clueless, not sure what's going on. 
And I always had this urge to know what else was out there. Like there's gotta be something else, you know, like something greater that I haven't experienced yet. So I started out at a very early age, having this curiosity about life and, and what else could be out there. Cause it wasn't raising horses and cows and, mm-hmm. and pigs on the farm. Uh, so here I am in Dallas, Texas, 47 years later, and uh, it's been an interesting journey. But yeah, I've, I've been in Dallas now for about 23 years. Wow, it's a small little town. I can't even imagine you're in this little town. Like a little. <laughs> I mean, if you saw Justin, he's like this perfectly fit, like city boy. Definitely doesn't look like <laughs> you came from a small town. And so, so what, how old were you when you moved to Dallas? I was uh, 23, 22 years old. Okay. 22, yeah. Okay. And I uh, got a job out of college uh, here in Dallas and uh, it was the first time I'd ever really lived in a big city. So it was uh, quite eye opening for me whenever I got here. You know, offer, you know, being in Dallas is interesting because there's so much art, so much culture, so much, so many things going on. You know, you don't have to be in New York City, you don't have to be in Los Angeles to experience some of the things that you can also experience here. And in Dallas, it's quite amazing what all this city has to offer Mm. in terms of just creativity, you know, things to do in general. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you ever, did you always know that you're going to be in home building, construction, interior design in a, a creative field? Did you know that? or did Not you... at all. Not at all. Like as a child, and this is kind of the quintessential story for a lot of people that work in design. Uh, I rearranged furniture at my parents' house, my grandmother's <laughs> house, yeah. you know, got rid of the clutter. There's so much clutter. And I was like, we got to get rid of the clutter, you know, less <laughs> is more. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because all of that kind of feeds into my my spiritual journey at some point. Uh, but you know, kind of getting rid of things and, and kind of what, you know, finding the beauty and, and simplicity. Uh, so that's kind of how it all started. But I actually had a corporate job for 16 years working for a large national bank and oh it was, gosh, yeah, really? it was like, yeah. And then on the side I was remodeling homes, mm-hmm. uh, bought the first home in Dallas back in 2002. And I mean, it was a disaster, mm-hmm. but, uh, did the best I could with little to no money. You know, every time I got a paycheck, I would buy a bucket of paint or I'd buy yeah. a box of tile. And it was a very much a DIY project. I don't even want to think about like what a disaster <laughs> it probably was. But that's how I got my feet wet into this whole design thing and creativity. But it started out, you know, very small. And then, you know, a friend of mine got his, you know, also very young at the time, got, a, got his real estate license and was like, I want to try to sell your house. I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. See what you can do. And he sold it. And so then I bought another house, and yeah. another fixer upper. And uh, my partner, Tim and I, you know, at that point, we're doing this together. And one thing led to another. And then people started saying, I really like what you're doing. You know, like, can you help me with my bathroom remodel? Can you help me with my kitchen remodel? And that's kind of how I got into this whole field of design it was pretty organic. I didn't, mm. I didn't even know it was happening when it was happening. It was like, it happened. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is this is actually a thing. And so I actually quit my corporate job and started doing this full time and haven't looked back since. Yeah. But definitely was not originally something I was like, yeah, home design, that's the path, life path I'm going down, which is the beautiful thing, right? Like it's it's something that I didn't see coming, didn't expect. But like I like I truly believe I think the best things in life happen when you least expect them or you're actually not seeking them out. Mm, I a hundred percent agree with that. And I love how you followed your passion and your bliss and you, and you trusted yourself and, mm. and you, you know, cause I'm sure that that house, the last thing you wanted to do 
was after you got home from work, go and work more, but that wasn't work to you. That well, was... I was young at the time. So, you know, I was like, I had all this energy, <laughs> yeah. this, you know, now I'd be like, ah, oh, to heck with that. Like, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not interested. But, yeah. you know, back, back when you're young and dumb and have all this energy, I was like, yeah, I got off work at 5 PM and now I'm going to go work on the house. But till you loved 10 PM. It, you I loved, loved it. it. I loved yeah. every second of it. Yeah, yeah. It was like my little playground, you know, yeah. as an adult. Yeah. 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 I think that's important when people are, are working in a creative field or maybe not in there yet. And they're, you know, a lot of people will go to their nine to five and then paint or do Mm -hmm. their creative pursuit when they get home, because that's what they really want to be doing. But then making that jump from it's my hobby to it's my, it's the way I earn my living and support my family is a whole nother thing. So I think it's very expansive that, Mm -hmm. that you've said, this is the way I did it. I jumped off that cliff and, you know, and it, it worked out for me. Yeah. And, you know, part of the scary thing at that time was it's like one of the, the thoughts that I had in my head was if I leave my corporate job and then take this on, which is kind of my passion, you know, for me, home design and, and remodeling and making a beautiful bathroom or kitchen was uh, fun for me, you know, and I was like, if this now becomes my job, will it still be fun? Mm. Right? Is it still fun? It's still fun. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'd say 80% of the time, which is pretty darn good. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's that, there's times where I'm like totally over it. Right. right I mean, like right. that's just normal. But yeah, I still truly love it. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing, at least for now. Yeah. 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 And who knows? I mean, you could switch gears at some point and do something completely different. You know, you I know. think it's very important to keep an open mind to all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. say that this is what, this is who I am for the rest of my life. I think it really, you know, like keep, keep the blinders off and, yeah. and see what else can possibly happen. I know? like this and dot, dot, dot. You know what yeah. I mean? And yes. I, and I love that we're living in a time where you aren't expected to go to work for a company for 40 years, retire. I think a lot of people have different facets of, of what they do for a living and how they earn money and, and they satisfy different things. And we're allowed to do that now. Yes. Yes. It seems like, you know, back in the day, it's like you got a job at the factory mm-hmm. and that was your job for forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I mean, you, you, you punched a stamped a piece of metal every day and then like, you know, went on to the next person and they did something else to, and, and so now I think it is quite different. It's like, there's a lot of variety and, and people are able to evolve, mm-hmm. uh, as, as, as they evolve as a person, then their career also can evolve. And I think that's, that's a possibility now. I'm sure it was a possibility back then, but it's really a possibility now. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. So I guess the overall arching topic of our podcast and why we wanted to talk about or to, to have you on was we wanted to talk about you had a spiritual awakening. Yes, I, I actually did. <laughs> so tell me, yeah. tell me, let's just go down that path. Like, tell me about your spiritual awakening. Sure. Well, uh, for reference, it was five years ago, okay. uh, five years ago, January. So actually January 2nd of 2019, I had a profound life change that came suddenly and out of nowhere. I was in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And it was uh, on, like I said, January 2nd. And I was, I was struggling really bad. I had, I had some trauma that I was dealing with from childhood that really had lingered with me throughout my adult years and had just always been a part of my identity, okay? And when I was in Mexico on this day, I had an argument with my partner. And we weren't seeing eye to eye on something. I was really tired. I was exhausted. And all of a sudden, I just basically 
just lost it. Like I'm talking like, <laughs> like I am like, done. Like, like I lost it. <laughs> yeah. And 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 it wasn't just like typical, like, oh, I'm just like so over everything right now. But it was like I was having my heart ripped out of my chest. Mm. And it was it, it was uncontrollable. And I was just beside myself. And I didn't realize it in that moment, but that was actually the start of my spiritual awakening, mm -hmm. which I woke up the next morning and when I woke up, I felt like I was in a whole new world. Mm. Um, I felt all of the pain and all of the suffering that I had held onto and I had identified with for all these years. Suddenly I was like, first of all, it totally makes sense. I'm really thankful for all of those hard times that I had. Mm. And the second thing that happened was I realized that's not me. Those are just things that happen to me, but that's not me. And so I had like this just earth shaking uh, change in how I viewed myself, how I viewed the world. So, so you almost had like a, like a download, like a, like a, a veil was lifted. Yes. Like I you, you, you understood like a lot of things you hadn't before, like some kind mm -hmm. of like download of information. Yeah, absolutely. Like I understood uh, that I had been basically held prisoner by thoughts, by feelings, by emotions, and that it had been holding me down. And, and it was that particular instance. And I wish I could tell you like, what was the recipe to make that happen? Cause mm -hmm. man, like, you know, but I can't, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a gift. That's a spiritual a gift. gift that you were given because a lot of times people spend many, many years in therapy coming to that conclusion. Yeah. You know, it's not the easiest thing to understand. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So I was very fortunate in being able to have this particular experience. I don't know why it happened to me. Mm -hmm. I do know that it's, it, it's, it's interesting because leading up to that, I had a friend of mine who was like, have you ever heard of this, this uh, spiritual shaman down in Puerto Vallarta that basically is kind of does this like spiritual thing using sound and kind of sound baths and mm -hmm. things like that. And I was like, I, I don't know, but it sounds intriguing. I was like, sign me up. Well, the funny thing is I made an appointment to see this guy just out of curiosity on January 3rd mm -hmm. and my spiritual awakening happened on January 2nd. And so stop it. Yeah. It's like really, really oh, wow. crazy. Right. That's giving me chills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, this was supposed to happen right now for whatever reason. Like it just all made sense. Yeah. You know, like, like it was like, this just makes sense. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I love those little, those nudges from the universe saying you're on the right path. It was a, you're it was a, right it was a, a punch in the stomach from the universe. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was all of a sudden it was, you know, I think at some point you just, you know, you've, you've carried this burden and you've carried this grief and the soul is like, no more. Mm. Like, like, like I've reached, I've reached maximum capacity and I, I'm not going to do this anymore. Let me ask you a question. So maybe you cognitively understood, you got to see it, the clarity of it. Did it relieve the pain at all? Was it like a healing or was it, it just was like a, a, a deep healing? Wow. Yeah, it was a deep healing. I mean, some therapist out there is like, man, some my, all my money just got taken. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it, interesting because, you know, I, I now have five years of under my belt of since having this experience. And, and I can tell you that there have been times where it comes back into the picture. The pain 
it's still there, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. Like mm-hmm. one, whenever it does start to consume me or enters my realm of consciousness, one, I recognize it very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. And really, bottom line, what it is, there's this thing that all of us have, Leah, that is called the ego, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, if you're a human being, you got one, yeah. right? And the problem is, uh, for a lot of people, the ego is out of control, right? Basically, the ego is leading you through your life versus the other way around. I would rather be the one that's leading my ego mm-hmm. versus the, the ego just kind of taking me for a wild ride. I mean, it can be fun at times, but at, on the, uh, conversely, it can be the worst experience and you are constantly battling fear, anxiety, anger, you know, all of these emotions creep in whenever the ego is in control of your existence. And so I had all this pain release, right? And, and all this grief and all of this heartache and resentment towards very specific people that all of a sudden I was like, doesn't exist anymore. But over time, it would creep back in. And, and, and it was the ego. It's our ego that never goes away. As long as we're in the human form, we're constantly going to have our egos kind of right beside us. The only difference is it's how much of the ego are we allowing to control us? And how do you find the ego? I define... I think, I think mm-hmm. most people have heard of it, but like, how do, how do you describe it from your perspective? The ego to me is attachment to form. Mm. it's attachment to things such Mm -hmm. as objects, Mm -hmm. but the bigger one is it's attachment to emotions. Mm. It's attachment to your life story of your suffering, of your grief. There's very tangible attachments like look at my shiny new car and it amazing. Mm -hmm. And then there's the, you know, Oh, you know, my entire self-worth is maybe tied up in my education. I'm the smartest person in the room. Mm. Right. It's like, what is making, outside things making you valuable, what you attach to what might make you seem valuable to others. Yeah. Ego is a substitute to the soul, Uh right? And so that's how I view that Mm -hmm. is the ego. If you're searching for like what you're searching for something, right? And the ego's like, I got the answer for you, Mm. right? It's on all of these things that you must have, right? That you don't have. And then once (laughs) you have- It can't be the things we already have. It just has to be something that's just right. But then once you have them, the ego says, you want more, right? And then if you reach the the pinnacle and there's no more to have, then you move on to the next thing, right? And that's, it's just kind of this vicious cycle. And so at bottom line, I think what I was ready for whenever this happened, I was ready for peace. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was my time to allow peace to come in because I had been blocking peace. I had been not allowing peace in my life. And then now I'm allowing peace in my life. And wow, I, I, you know, sure glad I did. Um, Do you think you were afraid of peace? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because it's one, it's intangible, right? Like in, and two, it's unfamiliar. If you, if you haven't had it, anything, you know, I think human nature, we like comfort. We like things to stay static, not a lot of change, maybe little change, but most people are like, you know, I could do without the change. As sad as it is, it's a familiar, like that negative energy is a familiar energy and a familiar negative energy to a lot of people is better than an unfamiliar positive energy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is just being able to let go. Mine happened to come in the form of a spiritual awakening. That's not going to happen for everybody, you know, and and definitely not in the same way. Like there's different, I mean, it's different for everybody, but you can certainly look for ways to get there, even if it doesn't require an awakening. 
Yeah. And I think, I think people uh, like the feeling of desire and desire getting fulfilled and, mm. and, and the, the wanting and then the not having and then the getting like it's the, addictive. It's a, it's the dopamine addiction, it's right? Addictive. And they don't, yeah. and peace is the opposite of that. Yeah. Peace is, is being good and serene no matter what you're getting or not getting, Absolutely. which sounds kind of boring, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and I'll tell you what, like there is, there is absolute truth to that because, you know, whenever I went through this, uh, this awakening, it, it, it left me kind of like after a few months, I was like, Whoa, I'm, I feel like I might be alone on an Island, you know? And one of the, one of the strangest things that happened was I, I was going to Las Vegas for a, a, a builder's trade show. Which, you know, whenever you've had, like, Las Vegas is kind of the opposite of <laughs> spirituality. It's all about form, right? It's all about materialism. Yeah. It's all about more, more, more excess, right? Yes. I did not want to go to Vegas. Yeah. Like, and by the way, that was my ego, like saying, you don't want to go to Vegas, uh-huh. right? And, 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 and I, you know, this is still all new to me five years ago, right? Yeah. So we go, I go to Vegas, and when, when I'm there, uh, my partner, Tim reminds me, Oh, remember our friend Jennifer, she moved to Vegas with her, her work. And I was like, Oh yeah, we should say hi. So we visited with Jennifer and she said, um, I heard through a mutual friend that you had a spiritual awakening and I wanted you to know that I had one a couple of years ago, even in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and, and so I was like, this is why I was supposed to be here. You know, yeah. I was, fi- I was fighting. I was like, I don't really want to go to Vegas. Yeah. You know, like it, this isn't where my head's at right now. I don't want to see all this excess. Yeah. But the truth is just letting things happen and following, you know, wherever the path may take you. Jennifer was there to let me know she had had this experience. And then she actually gave me information to help me further along mm-hmm. in my spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is exactly why I was supposed to be here. It wasn't for the trade show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for the casinos. It wasn't for the, you know, whoever's performing at Caesars. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I am here because Jennifer is supposed to be my life at this very moment. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love that. Okay. So now you've had your spiritual awakening. You have uh-huh. this new knowledge now you go out there and, and live your life. Mm-hmm. How does your life look different? How do you incorporate this spiritual awakening or spiritual way of living into your old life? Into your day to day, right? Because, yeah. uh, you know, what's interesting about that is designing and, and working and building these, these beautiful homes for people. I'm kind of surrounded by materialism to a degree, right? Like, it's like, how can I make my home the most beautiful? How can I create more storage for all my stuff, you know, and, and, and I'm, and now my headspace is kind of like less is more, you know, I, I am kind of going in this other direction where I just want to experience like peace and I'm not, I don't have this attachment to things that I, that I previously had. And so one of the things that I realized very quickly was I still love designing and I still love doing what I do, even though there's some things that may seem a little bit in conflict with a spiritual existence. But the truth is my ultimate goal and what I was doing with home design became how can I make this process for my client the most seamless, peaceful, easy, omit as many burdens. Cause you know, you hear about, you know, everyone talks about the home building process. Yeah. Oh God, you know, yeah. so, so treacherous. And so really my focus became how can I bring a sense of peace and calmness 
to my clients. An attitude of being of service to your fellow human. In, Absolutely. In your work. Absolutely. Yeah, it's beautiful. And my role is not to be like, oh, you know, you don't need all of this excessive, you know, you know, things in your home. You don't mm-hmm. need these crazy appliances that you're never going to use or mm-hmm. no, that's not my, that's not why I'm there, mm-hmm. I, you know, or to, to, to act like I now have all this information and I'm superior in, in any kind of way. Not at all. Yeah. It is truly like I recognize pretty quickly that I want to make this process of building a home that everyone, you know, bitches about being just terrible. Mm-hmm. I want to make it like where they're like at the end of the process, they're like, wait, I'm waiting for, the big fallout to happen and it never happens. Right. Mm. And I'm like, that is what I should be doing mm-hmm. is helping my clients do this in a way that, you know, they're raising kids. They've got these jobs that are very demanding. How can I make life easier for them? Yeah. Through and this I, process. And I, I love that. I love that. And I, I see where you're coming from around the materialism. Um, because I struggle with that a little bit myself mm. and, and I have felt guilty for what I have or my excess or my attachment to luxury. Yeah. But, um, but I, I've actually kind of come full, full circle there. Sure. Like I, I think for me, like you were speaking about the ego when I used to think of the things like that for me, it would be, it would be an ego hit. It would be so I could be good enough. It would mm-hmm. be so I could overcome like coming from a family that didn't have a lot and stuff like that. Um, now I just know that like it makes me feel safe yeah. and it makes me feel happy instead of making me feel worthy. That's a beautiful distinction. You right? know, that's a and, very important distinction. And and I think that we, we in this country, in the world, we, we have to come to this balance. Like, why do I want the things that I, that I want? Mm-hmm. And if it's coming from a place of trying to fill a void and unworthiness, then it's never going to fill that ever. Yeah. And what you're describing to me right now is consciousness, right? You yes. have an awareness. Yes. And, and let me tell you this, like I am not at all uh, advocating for not appreciating material things. I appreciate material. No, I, I yeah. know. I know. Right, right. Yes. But, but I could see where that message could easily get yeah. you know kind of lost to be like, oh, spirituality sucks because like all of a sudden, like I, I can't have nice things. Yeah. I can't have like, yeah. a cool new house with right. like a no. big wolf stove. or a- Absolutely. <laughs> yes. But it's more of whenever you look at those things from a spiritual mindset, you're looking at them, you appreciate them. But honestly, it's like, you know, if they, if, if, if they were gone tomorrow, yeah. And, and that's one of the things I've noticed has changed the most about me is, you know, I've, I've, I've lost things or I've damaged things or I've had things that were stolen. Yeah. And, you know, five years ago, I'd have freaked out. Yeah. And now I'm I've like, I've experienced the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, what? I mean, that sucks, but like yeah. life goes on. Like this is, it's, you know, and so it's just like a different reaction and it's a different yes. way that you view these things. But I think it's really amazing. I mean, while we're here on this earth, we should appreciate the finer things. Yeah. You know, if, if you can, you should. Yeah. 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 But really appreciate them. Right. Right. Truly appreciate like, them. Like truly appreciate them. Yeah. And I think whenever you've had a spiritual awakening, you're on a spiritual path, like, you may have less, but you'll love it all so much more. You know, the gratitude that yes. you experience for what you have. Mm-hmm. And said, I've been in a place in my, in my life that I've had so much and been and Just, not grateful for any of it. Yeah. Like mad because I was whatever, didn't have something. Right. And, and now it's, it's different. It's different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love that you get to work and I, I mean, anybody who would get you to do your, their house would be really, really lucky because, <laughs> because not to just make the whole process seamless and, 
and a positive, beautiful, loving experience. I mean, you're going to infuse that into their home forever. Definitely. And, you know, the thing is, it's like I, I, I see there's times where I see I, I experience the excess or the keeping up with the Joneses mentality. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, and, and one of the things, my initial reaction right after when I was kind of a neophyte and like just out of the gate. Like you judge have, it, right? You, yeah. And yeah. then I, but what, what's funny is like the irony is like whenever I found myself judging, that was my ego mm-hmm. stepping in. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so the ego never goes away. But yeah. like with time, I was like, you know what? This is, this is where my client is today. This is not wrong. Yeah. It's not right. It's just where they're at. Yeah. And right. And if this is bringing them joy, whether it's temporary, permanent or somewhere in between, yeah. It's not my responsibility to have judgments about it. Yeah. Right. And if and if you do, and this is where I kind of am right now, like right in the middle of all this, because I'm I'm just a judgy little bitch. Like, I, have a, <laughs> I have an opinion about everything, like anything, yeah. right? Like it can be the smallest or the biggest thing. And like what I'm learning, trying to learn is like, Leah, what's that about? Like, why are you so venomous about? that this, or what right. they have what, or what the triggered choice, you yeah. the choices they're making or the the things they said or the things they wore or whatever like what is that you yeah. know like that's nothing more than your ego tapping you on the shoulder saying hey get riled up about this right yeah and and, and so do i still experience anger do i still have visceral reactions to things yeah. absolutely the difference is recognizing it and, rec- and, and recognizing it almost immediately i'm like whoa like that was uh, that that was the ego right yeah. and yeah. there there it is again like it never goes away yeah but it's how are we managing it and how how much you know but anytime i do find myself getting upset if if, if you have any kind of reaction to something that is your ego mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and uh it, it, and it's going to be with us until the very end mm-hmm. yeah and and i've heard you know people say that it, it serves us in, in a way because it mm-hmm. is our tie to materiality like we are like we are matter on this earth yes. so we're here to learn how to balance that in our spirit it definitely a balance yep so you know learning to live within that framework is is tricky i guess that's i guess i think that's what we're actually here trying to do it is you know like yeah well I think that once you get to a certain point, you know, again, there, there's something where you just have reached a point in life where you're like, I, 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 I don't care about any of this stuff anymore. Like, <laughs> I just want, I just want peace. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and so when that moment, in that moment comes at different times, you know, it looks different for every person yeah. and some people in this lifetime may not ever get there. And that's, you know, I don't know what happens next, yeah. but it, it's okay. Mm. That much I feel pretty confident about. I love that. Yeah. So do you have, um, like actual tangible things that you do every day? Do you have a routine? Do you have like a meditation practice or what do you do to kind of cultivate this, this mindset? Yeah. So on a daily basis, you know, I don't, I don't meditate daily. Uh, but I'd say definitely a couple of times a week, I need an hour of just quiet time where I can be by myself whether it's, you know, outside, if the weather is not allowing for that inside's fine too, but I prefer being in nature when possible, you know, for a walk, but yeah, it's, you got to have those resets. And I think once you step outside and, and, and the reason I like, you know, kind of being outside is you can really marvel at this world. And I mean, just something is looking, you know, looking at a leaf and seeing, you know, this is one leaf out of trillions of leaves that on all these trees, just within this own one city. Yeah. yeah. And they all have so much life in them. All these yeah. veins running through them, you know, taking, 
you know, chemicals and whatnot, nutrients to the, to Tre- the leaf. Trees, yeah. are, trees are incredible. They're pretty incredible. I, I hope I come back as a tree. <laughs> we were probably trees. Like yeah. well, that's probably like the next evolution. Like uh, we re when we, if we do this, okay, then we get uh, to be a tree. Yeah. I, it sounds kind of boring right now, but yeah. I, I bet, I bet it's not. It's probably peaceful. It's, it's peaceful. So boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll go walk in my neighborhood and I know my neighbors think I'm freaky because like there are a couple of trees that I just feel like I have to touch all the time. They You're just, drawn to them. Yes. And they, yeah. I just want to like feel the texture on them and like feel their energy and they'll sit there for a second. And I know they're looking at me going, it's that crazy weird tree lady. Oh, that's why we're here. We're here to appreciate and observe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just doing what you're supposed to do. So, so you get up and you're just like, you're just a little happy Justin? Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, yes, no. But you're, you're <laughs> really, you're very disciplined and very dedicated to working out and staying physically in shape. So mm-hmm. going to the gym and, and doing the kind of fitness that you do is a spiritual experience for sure. I mean, you're getting all kinds of, good... it, it's a reset for sure. Yeah. You know, in, in this, in this crazy world in which we live for me, that is, that would be one of my outlets for sure mm-hmm. that I do daily. And, you know, um, uh, you know, the, the, the working out thing is, is just something that, um, I find, you know, now that I'm, uh, almost 50, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, I, I feel great. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. That's amazing. Anyone that wants to have a spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. um, I know yours was gifted to you and that's wonderful, but like, how would you tell them how to start down a path? Definitely. Um, so there are so many great resources out there. There are many experts. I am particularly drawn to one person in particular who really helped me make sense of all this. And as I was studying his work and really ingraining myself in it, I realized, wow, if I had discovered this gentleman before my spiritual awakening, I would have been on the right path Mm -hmm. just from this one guy. And that guy, his name is Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. And earlier I mentioned about seeing my friend Jennifer in Las Vegas. She introduced me to Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Right. So that she was very instrumental in my journey. But uh, Eckhart Tolle has a book that uh, it's it's been years now. I don't, it's at least 15 years ago that he wrote this book. It's still relevant as ever. It's called a new earth. Mm -hmm. And a new earth to me is your roadmap to leading a life that is more centered in spirituality. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm never going to be an Eckhart Tolle. I don't want to be a monk. I want to, I want to participate in this world in which we, we exist. Um, <clears throat> but Eckhart does a great job. Like, you know, sometimes I have to balance cause you know, he's definitely like, you know, on a scale of one to 10, zero being not spiritual and 10, like you're like a guru shaman. He's definitely a 10, mm-hmm. right? So I want to be somewhere like a six or a seven, to be honest, that's, right? Like, I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a great yeah, goal, that, that, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm not striving for perfection. I just, you know, I, I want to get, I, I think it's just, it, it's important to have some of that mindset to be able to get through life and not just be at constant conflict with yourself, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, competing with either yourself or with someone else your entire life. So I, I really think that a new earth to me is the perfect roadmap for getting started down this road. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I love just putting it on audiobook. Absolutely. And, and I just, listen to it in my car. I've been yeah. listening to it for five years over and over. Yeah. Yep. Done, and that's part you, of my meditation ha, at times. Have you done The Power of Now? I sure have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was his first yes. big 
big one. Yes. The Power of Now is excellent. It's it takes a little getting used to the way it, he uh, he writes, uh-huh. but you can also do that on audiobooks. Yeah. But I feel like A New Earth pretty much takes everything he did uh-huh. uh, in Power of Now and just like brings it all together. Interesting. Yeah. I haven't I haven't um, been in those books in a in a while. I might yeah. add them to my roster again. Um, okay, so like if. If someone is listening and like a lot of people do, they utilize podcasts that they're, they're kind of a lifeline, right? Definitely. Um, especially, especially the ones like this that are going to be talking about spirituality and growth and, and say someone is kind of in their life, just like experiencing just like this chronic low grade depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety cycle, don't really know if what they're doing in their life is what it's supposed to be, their relationship really isn't going that great. Their body really just doesn't feel that good. They know that they're uncomfortable with where they are and they're seeking out something. So for me, somebody in this position is they don't, they may not know it, but they're looking for like a healing on their spirit. They're looking for that spiritual awakening. So if my description of that person, like if the person is out there and they yep. came to you and said, you know, I just, I just, I, I just don't like life that much. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of sucks. Like yeah. what, what do you say to them? Yeah. So the first thing is you have to be ready to take action, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there, there has, there has to be something from within that it has reached a point where you are ready to do something about it. Mm-hmm. But there is, there's no, there's nothing magical. There's no you know magic bullet. That's just going to get right to the source of it. You have to have that desire and determination first mm-hmm. right it's like me wanting to learn spanish like i'd love to learn spanish but it takes a lot of freaking work yeah. to learn a, a, a second language and i've tried and i've realized like you know okay i'm just not now is not the right time i'm not want, ready i don't want it that bad <laughs> yeah i obviously don't want it that bad you yeah. have to want it that bad yeah you have to want it that bad yeah so that's the first question i'd ask is do you really want it that bad like is yeah. it have, have you reached this point in life where you're like at rock bottom if so you know okay if you're like mm, you know no i'm just going to continue to you know, I, I, I'm kind of identifying with my pain and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to complain about it. But mm-hmm. if it's not the right time, it's just not the right time. Right. So if it's the right time, I think that the next thing is just, you know, what, what does that roadmap look like? It's going to look different for everyone. But I'd say that the first thing I would do is start reading, mm-hmm. start reading yeah, because the, everything you're looking for ha- is out there. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it could just be as simple as, I mean, this is really simple, but looking for, uh, an Instagram handle that focuses on spirituality, just so you're starting to, you have to retrain the brain, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've got like 40 years of pain and suffering and trauma. You've, it's going to take some time, Mm -hmm. right? So you're going to have to be patient as well, but start ingraining yourself. You have to then start getting rid of the toxicness in your life, whether that's people whether it's addictions, whether it's, you know, you, you, you're holding on to, to things that are comforting but aren't really helping you along, you're going to have to start making some hard decisions, mm-hmm. right? It's not easy. And I'll tell you this, as someone who has had a spiritual awakening and has a strong sense of what this means, I relapse, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I backtrack right. myself, right? right. And, um, and so you have to be ready to have that dedication to keep moving forward and forging ahead. And you have to surround yourself. You have to get rid of the toxic mm-hmm. in your life, whether it's people. And a lot of times it is people. And the hardest is if, you know, family, right? That, yeah. that you've allowed to uh, be a part of your life in this toxic, you know, capacity for all these years. 
now you got to start making some hard decisions, yeah. right? So it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort. I wish I could say, oh, it's a breeze. It's not. It is not. It is not. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. But, um, but once you, once yeah. you, but I'll tell you what, once you start experiencing snippets of peace, yeah. whether it's, you know, just for short periods of time or longer periods of time, it'll motivate you. It'll motivate you to keep going. Yeah. 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 But I think you have to be prepared to take a step back, you know, You'll take two steps forward, a step back, two steps forward. You're still moving forward, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You're so wise. Yeah. You're so wise. I mean, I think I have my I had my spiritual awakenings when I was 30, so I'm 50 yeah. now. And like what you just said, we should celebrate. That's like a 20 year. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, no, I am celebrating. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, I mean, you're just you're spot on. It was it was slow, and mm-hmm. there was backsliding, and there was. There were ugly times and there were like raw times where it felt like I'd gone nowhere. Yeah. You know? And speaking of raw times, I, I suffered a really severe bout of depression about three years ago mm-hmm. and I was so disappointed in myself. Right. You're like, this was I was like, bullshit. this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Like I had, I had this like epiphany. I'm a, I'm, I'm better than this. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Like bottom line is I was out of practice. I needed to sharpen my spiritual pencil. Yeah. And I hadn't been doing that regularly. And we live in a world that isn't centered in spirituality, right? We live in a world that's centered in materialism and capitalism. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking any of those things. Right. Okay, they all serve a purpose. Right. But if you are looking for peace, you have to sharpen your spiritual pencil. They, they can't be the center of your universe. They can't be the center of your universe, yeah. right? They yeah. have to be things that you appreciate, yeah. but not rely on to identify yes. yourself, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And those setbacks, you know, like that depression and like I'll go through things now. What I'm I'm coming to this phase and this layer that when that stuff starts to happen to me, mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a bell that's like, oh, this is the next layer. Like, oh, I'm so glad that this pain is coming up because this is t- it, this it's getting it's coming here to get it's healed. It's gonna serve a purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm it doesn't like it doesn't devastate and flatten me like it used to definitely it just like it just is like oh okay we gotta lean into this pain like be grateful for this pain like this is here to teach us the next level so that i can become the next level of my evolution yeah i mean it's it's serving purpose i think that you know for for some it's like okay i i get it like i've I've had that you know i don't need to be taught any more lessons right (laughs) like Like, i am fucking you have you have like i've got black eyes from you (laughs) i've like you know you know sucker punched uh every day by you know these these traumas but you know yeah it 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 takes time it takes patience Mm. and it takes practice Mm -hmm. you have to ingrain yourself you have to lose the toxic pain. You know, things are causing that pain. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's amazing. That's amazing. You, you're just like reminding me of so many things today. I'm so incredibly grateful. And that's the thing is, you know, for me, I like talking to other people that, you know, are want to have the desire to go down this path because just having conversations it's just as effective as meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Like and if you can get with someone and just, it, it helps keep you accountable, but it also just helps open your mind to other ideas. So these kind of conversations I think are really imperative mm-hmm. to one's spiritual journey and staying on track. Yeah. Again, there's always going to be a distraction to pull you off track. Always. It's mm-hmm. always there. Expect it. It's there. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a question of 
are you in front of it or are you behind it? In other words, if you're behind it, it's going to pull you along and take you for a ride and you're not going to like it. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the sooner you can kind of get your head, your mind uh, set around that, I think, you know, that, that allows you to move forward. Mm. Mm -hmm. Have you had any epiphanies or any pings about a larger picture of how you might be in service to the world? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. And whenever I... And I'm never going to talk about it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about it right now. Um, you know, whenever I first had my awakening, I wanted to tell everybody about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, you won't believe... Like, if you... As, I was like, I'm highly recommending you try to experience this thing that I'm... Yeah. yeah. And I realized very quickly, people were looking at me like I had three heads. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to shut, shut, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? This is something that is special to me. It is something that is, you know, for me... But the essence of my existence, I, I hope that people can feel it, right? Yeah. They, they, they can feel that I am one who is at peace or as working towards being at peace, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, it is a work in progress at all times. And, you know, right. I haven't reached perfectionism. Uh, and that's not, I don't think that'll ever happen, or, nor should that be the goal. Um, so now I'm here sitting talking to you and I'm telling my story to a, a broader audience and I think this is just a step in that direction. I don't know what the next step looks like uh, in terms of, you know, how can I spread this message further, et cetera. I don't know what that looks like. I haven't given a lot of thought to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I relate to that. And <clears throat> I, I, part of my, I mean, uh, you're doing it by, you are, you are doing it by, you know, however frequency you're sitting here talking to your audience you are doing you you have figured it out like you're doing the right thing uh i am i i, <laughs> I so i i thought that when i started the podcast and I, and i do think that it's that it's helped people and stuff mm -hmm. like that but i also there's like this fire inside of me that says there's something bigger there's something more um and part of my daily practice now is i i do this little prayer just to like heal the things that inside of me that are keeping me from my bigger purpose yeah um and to reveal what that is and give me the fortitude and the power to to like follow through on mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. which is um like such a um that's like a 12-step thing there's a there's a prayer that's like uh give me the power um knowledge of of god's will and the power to carry it out so like that's instead of yeah. like praying for things, you know, I'm like, what what am I supposed to be doing? And show me and 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 give me the resources and the and the fortitude to do it. Yeah. And like I have to let go of what that is, and I don't know what it is, but I I feel like it's something. Sure, I think you can. I think there's kind of two ways to it too. I think you can be proactive, right? Where it's like, how can I reach? more people mm -hmm. uh or you know there's kind of also the more organic where it just kind of happens and like next thing you know i mean i never thought i'd be sitting here talking with you on a on a podcast yeah. for example but i'm I, you know things things will present themselves you know if you yeah. just are, it, you, you have to be aware you have to be conscientious conscious mm -hmm. and participating you know living in the present moment and things will present themselves opportunities will present themselves. and kind of a weight to it too like be yeah. looking for it like what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what is for the highest good of, yes. of me and, and my people around me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, some days I'm just like, I hope I'm not full of shit. 
I hope I have some kind of wisdom to embark on. You someone. definitely do. You know, I, I, I listen. Somet- I, sometimes, you know, I listen to you because I, I send you text messages. I'm like, oh my god, when you said this, <laughs> like, you know, when you said that, you know, prayer is asking for things and meditation is you know, listening, you know, something along those lines. I did a terrible job of quoting it, but I was like, you know, those things are resonating with people. I remember things that you're telling, you know, and I I have to give a little plug for the 12 step rooms because a lot of my little pearls of wisdom, including that one are, are definitely from those rooms. You know, like I did that for a long time because I was in so much pain. It's the last place in the world I wanted to end up, but I, yeah. I did. And, um, but, but the spiritual truths, like whether you're, you know, listening to Eckhart Tolle or in a 12 step group or Marianne mm-hmm. Williamson, or even, you know, like a lot of churches, you know, a lot of these like spiritual truths, they're all the same vein said in different ways. Absolutely. And we're all trying to get to peace. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. and I feel like it makes me feel a little less bad because if it's have is if it has to be said in so many different ways for people to really get it, like if I have to hear it a hundred different ways yeah. to understand it, <laughs> it okay, fine, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, slow learner. Hey, I think that's 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 life. You know, that's how it, that's how it works. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anything you want to uh, just close out for our audience? Yeah, I just you know one appreciate you having me here today to tell a little bit more about you know for me to share my story. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that, you know, if, if there's someone that's listening that is seeking something and they're not finding it, I'd say, you know, ask the question, are you seeking peace in your life? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, or, or are you seeking things that substitute for peace, like mm-hmm. material objects or things or relationships, relationships, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, but, but peace kind of transcends everything, yeah. right? It's, it's kind of the ultimate place to be. I, I, I know that for a fact because I've been in all the other areas and that, you know, I know that for a fact for myself, I should say, yeah. but I do believe that it, it, it is kind of a universal truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Well, you can come back anytime. I would love to. Let's, could, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can be a regular character up here. You can be my co-host. <laughs> we can just like make this happen. I'm fine with that. I am down. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay, guys. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that and I hope you're having a beautiful day and we will talk to you very soon. Bye. As always, thank you for listening all the way through to the end of the Art of Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review and a written review. It helps the show get listened to and distributed, and it's just really good. And I want to thank you in advance for that. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's Leah Fisher Art. And also visit my website because I have a great section that highlights a lot of the resources that I talk about on the show. And then it also has some of my art too, if you want to scroll around and look at that. And if you guys have any resources that you are really enjoying that are helping your healing or just making life a little bit better, share those with me because I would love to share them with my audience. And in the meantime, I hope everyone's doing great and I will talk with you soon.